The computers in your life work in symbiosis with your every move. And I'm not talking about being tracked on the internet. I'm talking about your hot water heater, the elevator in your apartment building, the automatic transmission in your car. These systems continually monitor. They're looking for trigger action so they can respond. And in fact, they need you. The elevator needs you to hit the hold button because you can see if someone's running for the elevator, but it can't. You know if some emergency is happening and need to stop the elevator. It doesn't. But the elevator knows things that you don't. For example, you can't look around at the people in the elevator and see how close you are to hitting the weight limit. The elevator knows that because it has safety checks for that sort of thing. So you share responsibility and expertise with the machines and computers around you. But what if this monitoring relationship is flipped? where the computer is going to do its job, but instead of it monitoring you, you have to monitor it. It would be impossible in most situations, like watching a progress bar for hours to see if it fails or hangs or stops. So the logical next step would be to come up with some situations that the computer could notify you of. So you could check it out, you could contribute some of that human expertise. But what if you aren't really sure what those situations might be and therefore can't really articulate it to the computer? That's when things get complex. In this show, I take design problems and generalize them to relatable examples to introduce you to the concept of complexity. This is the design of complex things. The example we're going to discuss in this episode is a shipping service UI where I create orders for parcels that need to be delivered. However, there's a little bit of a twist. Imagine a drone-based shipping service that shows up to your office or warehouse, it collects your parcel, and then ships it off to a location. So the catch is that the user of this service doesn't enter a single destination for the parcel or even a set of destinations for the parcel. Instead, they use an analytics program to specify criteria upon which to base the locations. So here's our first wrinkle. At the point of creating my shipping order, I actually don't know how many parcels are gonna be delivered and therefore how many need to be ready for pickup. I also have no idea how many locations are going to be delivered to. So imagine this is like a subscription service where I'm using criteria to serve a certain number of customers, but I don't have like a static customer count. But let's just assume that the parcels contain something that we have a lot of, so supply is not an issue. This isn't as crazy as it seems. It's just an on-demand system that delivers a product based on operator oversight. So this could be delivering coffee beans to a cafe based on some real-time measure of how many beans they have left. Uh, it could be uh, delivering gas power to city buses or even mid-flight uh, gas and power to airplanes. But let's use the simple example of the coffee bean vendor who's using our shipping service to send beans to one-to-many cafes. So our user in this case is creating an order of availability for the beans that they now have. So if I'm this user, imagine I'm filling out my order. 
So the first problem that comes up is that when I create my order, I have to enter some known information like the time frame of the delivery, uh, the criteria uh, the recipient needs to meet. So this would be, hey, they have to be down to 50% capacity on beans. Uh, I also have to identify the parcel content. So that would be it's, you know, X number of bags of coffee beans. And I have to give it some unknowns. And here's where things get interesting. The user knows details about the parcel that the system may not, like say the perishability of the parcel contents or their temperature sensitivity. Imagine if it's chocolate. On the other hand, there are parts of the system that the user doesn't know or control, like how much weight the drone can carry or for how far and how long. In fact, really imagine this, unless the system can group deliveries or set some tolerance for parcel drop frequency, recipients like our cafe could be just mobbed by drones delivering all manner of parcels uh, with detrimental effects. You can imagine the, the cafe goers couldn't even get into the place or park because drones are dropping off coffee and t-shirts and mugs. So the system has expertise in some regards. So a design puzzle emerges when we start thinking about how to design a UI for this system that balances the expertise and therefore decisions of the user and the, the expertise and decisions of the system. So I place my order, I identify some criteria, but for example, the system might combine deliveries in a way that changes the routes, so due to weight or other. And just like how the system can't be burdened to know all of the possibilities for event-based routing based on you know, parcel contents like perishability, the user can't be exposed to every other single parcel criteria in the system that every other user has entered, and therefore responsible for identifying all possible overwriting options. Let's call that contingency rule pileup. If we allow contingency rule pileup to creep into the system, you can imagine a colossal rules engine of contingencies that's so jammed, it can barely ship any packages at all. So here's the design puzzle. How do you afford for the circumstance of unknowns in the UI, but not get into the slippery slope of if-then contingency rule setting? but also allow the right decision maker, the user of the computer, to resolve the right issues. The solution resides somewhere in examining the types of unknowns and the types of resolutions. So here are some example solutions. So first, what if we allow the user to identify if there is a change in X, then do Y, where X is an enumerated list of potential changes. So, hey, there's a change in routing, then always do Y. And Y could be anything from pause the shipment to that recipient and then try again later, or it could be to just cancel the shipment and then log it. So this isn't exactly contingency rule pileup, but it kind of is. It's just that the contingencies are very simple. It places a lot of responsibility on the user to have correctly known which change types are going to require what kind of resolution, which could involve a lot of system expertise that they probably don't have. And what will happen is the user will probably then just put in a ton of contingency rules to make up for the fact that they don't know what's going to happen and then they end up fighting the system to just kind of cover the bases. 
that's essentially contingency rule pile up, even though the contingency rules themselves are less complex than they could be. Another solution is that we could let the system auto-figure it out, but use Y strategy to do so, where the strategies are selected by the user from an enumerated list. So strategies would be, you know, if criteria change is required, then select solutions from uh, a list that optimize for Y, where Y is the fastest delivery. It could be optimized for the highest frequency of deliveries or the lowest frequency of deliveries, um, minimal delivery errors, etc. This solution cuts out on contingency rule pileup by allowing the system to resolve unknown issues, but then also allows the user to identify the type of the solution. So again, we're focusing on the type of the solution with the user as opposed to the kind of, um, the kind of error, the kind of uncertainty. But weighting the problem that way, it requires that the system has a lot of information around expertise for applying optimization strategies to situations using only this kind of strict violation of parameters method. That sounds like a very difficult thing to build. So a third option could be to completely avoid overloading the responsibility of the user and the system. So this is kind of a nuclear option where we just allow the user to flag a shipping order as having unknowns or not at the time of creation. So imagine just in the UI, I have my, my order, I put in the parcel contents, I select routing, uh, and then rather than putting any sort of rules or what to do in the case of unknowns or optimization strategies, there's literally just a checkbox that says has unknowns and I can just set that to true or false. So in the event of errors, um, no matter what the changes are, just cancel the shipment to that recipient. So what this does is it allows the user to determine if the risk of unknowns is an issue, and I can weigh that against the penalty of missing the shipment. But that just really feels unsatisfying. There should be a solution that better leverages the user experience and the system expertise. Okay, if you've subscribed to the newsletter, you got a link to the prototype that I'm about to walk you through. So this is a, a quick uh, prototype of this order form and how it's put together. So what I have is I have two tabs. On the first tab, I have delivery criteria that you'd fill in. And then on the second tab, I have package details. So I'm on the delivery criteria tab. I have a little message here. Uh, it says just, you know, enter the rules that the recipients must meet to receive packages. So this would be where we put in the basic sort of analytics rules. So it's a standard pattern of just a field and operator and a value. So this thing equals that. If they pass that filter, let's call it a filter, um, or if they pass that piece of criteria, that rule, then they would receive packages. So here's the first design decision. What I did was uh, I limited the number of field options to just three. So right now there's current coffee bean supply, there's the average daily orders, or there's number of deliveries in the previous 24 hours. So I'm just going to go ahead and for this example, I'm going to put in that the coffee bean supply has to be less than 80%. So package details. 
Now I just have uh, there's a note saying just provide details about the parcel contents. So I give this order a name. So I have a field for order name. Now here's where we get into some you know kind of um, more detailed decisions. So a product type. So I have a drop down here that lets you select multiple options, and I've provided different product types. So there's uh, there's non-perishable, fragile, perishable, combustible, hazardous, non-combustible, or other. And I'm expecting that there are routing strategies that are attached to each one of these things that we're just leaving hidden to the user. So for example, if I have something that's perishable, maybe I'm optimizing for um, temperature variance, the least amount of temp temperature variance, and um, the least amount of travel time. Uh, whereas if it's, you know, if it's other, well, then maybe there's just a general, you know, um, optimization strategy does to just try and get the package there as soon as possible. Or maybe it goes into their general rotation where it's just, you know, it's their five day delivery instead of the two day delivery or whatever. The next field that I have is the estimated total weight. So how much does this, this one shipment, how much does one shipment weigh? So I'm just going to drop in here that, okay, five pounds. And then I'm going to say um, number of items to ship. So this is like the number of items in each box. So five pounds. And I'm going to say that there's five items to ship. So it's like five one pound bags that are going to go inside of each individual shipment. Then I identify a time duration. So you know, how long does, are these shipments going to go on for? So I'm just going to select a month from today. So it's going to go from there to there. So there's a month worth of de deliveries for this particular product. Now we get into our use cases. And what I've opted to do, I've opted to use a hybrid of the two design solutions I talked through, one of them being to, to let the system auto-figure auto it out, and then the other to just let the user say, hey, this, this order has unknowns. So there's a switch, and I'm calling this thing delivery protection. So currently the switch says delivery protection is off. As soon as I flip it on, it says delivery protection is on, and then you get a little note saying that the user has opted to turn on delivery protection, allowing the system to auto-resolve unexpected delivery events. Then it gives you a, a, an extra drop-down shows up where I can select multiple options, and the label for this is optimized delivery resolutions for. So in this multi-select, I can say I want uh, optimized for delivery speed, parcel protection, shortest route, temperature variance. So because I selected fragile, I'm going to do parcel protection and temperature variance. And when I submit the order, it wants me to confirm it. It gives me a message that just says, hey, you've elected to allow the system to optimize your deliveries based on your defined criteria. Uh, deliveries may be canceled if optimizations are not possible. And then it gives you some summary information, like you're about to commit an order that forecasts approximately 150 shipments, totaling 750 pounds per day. So this may be related to, you know, billing for your account or something like that. And then I could confirm it. Now, at this point, you're probably thinking, wow, Captain Complexity. Maybe you're thinking this is like overkill for this particular example. But imagine that it's not a cafe that needs coffee beans. Imagine what this is really about is delivering medical supplies to remote emergency shelters. Well, now it kind of matters. On the one hand, there's the value of the contents if you have the ability to preclude yourself from losing the contents in a faulty shipment, like these medical supplies are valuable, then you might choose to do so. However, on the other hand, you may choose to risk the loss of the supplies just to get them to the location on time, because that could result in a life or death circumstance. 
In fact, you can start to figure that all of the parameters that I've discussed would come into play here. The optimization strategies, the fact that you're optimizing it all. I can tell you from working on projects like hazardous material response user interfaces that these things kind of matter and you don't have a lot of time to work on them. So what you end up doing is you kind of invariably end up looking at patterns elsewhere. You, you know, you start looking at how do they do this on the open table app? How does, how does the rideshare app lift, you know, split orders and, and that sort of thing. You start looking for answers out in the wild that can help you as a starting point to build interfaces like this. Other people have solved these problems. So if you're working on our coffee bean shipment application, it's entirely possible that you could be identifying the standards on which something that is important as our you know, medical supplies delivery app is based on. So in designing systems like this one, I've come across three gotchas. The first one, you can trace the bulk of uncertainty in the system directly back to the detail of the package delivery rules. If you make those rules complicated, it scales the uncertainty of the entire system from there on out. So don't allow users to create complex rules. Gotcha number two is if you allow the user to add multiple product types to the same package. So if they have both combustible and perishable products in the same package, it's now more difficult to apply optimization strategies to these combined packages. And that moves like a ripple effect, adding unknown throughout the system. So don't let users identify more than one product type per package. The final gotcha is a little bit difficult to explain. It has to do with calculating delivery times based on the distance the package needs to be delivered. So bear with me through this explanation. The distance that the drones are able to deliver packages is limited unless you have a companion network of drones that are charging drones that can auto-organize and charge drones to extend their life and therefore the range in which they can deliver packages. If you calculate the new delivery times based on a real-time calculation of when they're charged based on this auto-configuration, um, auto-organizing companion net, well, you're going to be able to apply optimization solutions to that real-time estimate a lot easier than if you just use blanket rules. For example, if the shipment um, requires a distance that's larger than X, just add a day. The amount of um, time padding that you need to put on blanket rules, it just uh, it accounts for a large, un a large number of unknowns, so a lot of uncertainty, but it doesn't deal with the uncertainty. If you use the real-time calculations, then you're dealing with the amount of uncertainty and you can then better apply optimization strategies to it. It's actually an inevitability of a system like this. So to wrap up, uh, the type of complexity that we've been grappling with in this episode is pretty obvious. The user and the system both know things that the other can't and can resolve things that the other can't. But the potential collisions of those roles is inevitable. That is the design puzzle. If you haven't signed up for the mailing list yet, go to complexthings.design and do it. I drop pre-show details and ideas, I pose questions, and I link to little code experiments like the one discussed in this episode. It's all in the emails. And finally, 
If you like this podcast, reach out to me and say so. You can find me on Twitter at at do complex things. That's at D-O complex things. This track that so perfectly captures the vibe of haphazard autonomous drone decisions is the work of Winger 3. Check out his circuit bent producing skills at his Bandcamp page or on the Free Music Archive. That's Winger 3, W-I-N-J-E-R, the number 3, dot bandcamp.com, where you can search him on the Free Music Archive. <laughs> <laughs>